Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshka, your host, and it's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be serving the Lord. God is large and in charge, and He is good. He is always good. And uh, I'm going to be speaking to you today about dreams and purpose, your dreams and your purpose. But before I do that, I want to say hello to Harley Ballou, he's here with us today. He's always helping and being an encouragement. And thank you, Harley, for letting us come every week. Well, I'm glad you. I <laughs> glad you do it. <laughs> thank you, Harley. I don't know what was going on with me yesterday, but the words would not come out right. And I'm praying that's not a repeat today. I mean, I had my words all twisted up. Uh, at Cracker Barrel, I tried to order what see, Tainbow Route instead of Rainbow Trout. <laughs> I was trying to tell Dawn about my phone, and I said, you know, it, it, it's, it's revitalizing. No, it's, it's batterizing. No, it's, <laughs> it's refueling. She said, you mean charging? <laughs> uh, yes, that's what I mean is charging. So, dear Jesus... Let everything that was all mixed up yesterday come out today. I think sometimes when I get tired or really busy and too much on my brain, it just kind of, you know, shorts out. Right. So, but we will not be ordering Tainbow Route today. Okay, good. Because <laughs> we don't have any. No. Fresh out. Fresh yeah. out of it. Well, praise God. And then we got Dawn Kennedy, my friend, administrator from my office, and keeps everything together. Thank you, Dawn, for being here. Absolutely. My pleasure. You, you are a blessing. Well, we're going to talk about dreams and purpose. You know, Jesus' purpose was this, 1 John 3, 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So that's one of his purposes, to destroy the works of the devil. Can we say praise God for that? Matthew 18 and 11 says, For the Son of Man has come to save that which is lost. So to destroy the works of the devil, to save that which was lost. Praise God. John 10, 10. I, have, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So he came so that we could have life and have abundant life. Not just barely getting by, not just surviving, not just trying to make it through the day, through, you know, ticking off the seconds and, and being miserable all day long. He says he wants to give us life. There's a difference Praise between God. just just existing mm-hmm. and life. I don't like the existing thing. I like life. You know, I want it till the to the day the Lord takes me home. I want to be uh, alive and vibrant and energized by the Holy Spirit and on purpose, living on purpose, walking out the dream He's given me. Hebrews twelve two says this. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne. So Jesus' purpose was to endure the cross for us. But he didn't just focus on the cross. On the way to the cross, Don, on the way to the cross, Mm -hmm. he was about his father's business. Mm -hmm. On the cross, he was about his father's business. Mm -hmm. And it was all about us. It was all about bringing us to him. Because his purpose was, let's just, let's just go back over this, was to destroy the works of the devil, to save that which was lost, to give us life and life more abundantly, and to endure the cross so that the, the Lord could have many sons and daughters. I mean, what a great purpose. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine when Jesus was when he, on the way to the cross, and he's trying to carry the cross, he's been beaten, he's bloody, he's weak, 
he, you know what he was keeping in mind? He was keeping you and I in mind. That's what he was doing. He wasn't losing sight of the reason that he was going to be, that he was going to give his life on that cross. Praise God. So Jesus definitely had a purpose. But you know what? Satan has a purpose too. John 10.10 says, For the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. Think about that. Wherever the devil's trying to come in in your life, whatever opening he's trying to get, however way he's trying to move in your life, be it uh, temptation, seduction, depress you, uh, cause you to enter into addiction, fear, whatever it may be, the bottom line is this, to steal, to kill, and destroy. Sometimes he comes as an angel of light and makes it look really good what he's trying to offer you. But if it doesn't line up with the word of God and your purpose in this life, say no to it. That's the great thing is we have the power to say no and the power to say yes. So one of the prayers that I pray is, Lord, help me to always be in agreement with and line up with your will and your purpose for my life. That's what my life is to be about, his purpose. I'm not going to come into agreement with the devil stealing, killing, and destroying. I'm not going to come into agreement with that. Another thing that Satan's purpose is in Luke 22, 31 through 32, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. He knew that Peter was going to deny him. He knew it. But he said, I'm praying for you. His purpose is to pray for us that our faith doesn't fail. Hey, if you got Jesus praying for you, how can you go wrong? He's our advocate, and I love yeah, that. And our interceding, yeah, and interceding. Yeah, he's interceding for us. Yeah. That's I my mean, favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we're human, and, you know, sometimes we don't pray exactly according to the will of God. We try, but sometimes we miss it. But Jesus never misses on the mark with his prayer. I mean, it's always on purpose, always on target. I love that I don't have to go to anybody else either. I can just boldly come before him and say, Father, I need you to intercede for me. Jesus, help me. And he does. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just, he's there for me. I don't have to ask anybody else. I don't have to have, you know, a priest. I don't have to have my friend. I don't have to have anybody. I can just go before the Lord. Not that you don't sometimes need those things, but, you know, just as backup support to agree with you. Yeah. I don't need that. I just have Jesus. He's my two. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, some of my most um, powerful, you know, great prayers have been this help, help, help. (laughs) I mean, really, it's not a bunch of these and those and, oh, dear father, and quoting 20 scriptures. Sometimes all I can get out is help. And you know what? He helps He said, fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, and I will help thee. Let us come boldly to the throne room of grace to find help in the time of trouble. So praise God. So we're talking about Jesus' purpose. And if you are taking notes, and I hope you are, because the Bible is your roadmap. It's your pathway. It's it's how you walk out this everyday life. So Jesus' purposes was found in 1 John 3, 8, Matthew 18, 11, John 10, 10. Hebrews 12, 2, Satan's purpose, John 10, 10, after he fell from heaven, and he fell, and he, his was to steal, kill, and destroy, in Luke 22, 31, 32, to sift you as wheat. You may think, oh, man, you, you, that pretty much describes what's happening to me, is being sifted, the shaft being removed, uh, you know, you just feel like your life is being stripped. That's what Satan does. 
But Jesus prays for you that your faith doesn't fail and it turns out for his glory and your good and so that you can turn around and help somebody else and minister to somebody. God always takes what the devil means for harm and turns it for good. Well, we're talking again about dreams and purpose. And the best example that I can think of in the Bible besides Jesus is Joseph. Joseph was a type and shadow in the Old Testament of Jesus. And he is amazing. His story is so fascinating to me. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think we can learn a lot from it. Uh, Joseph was a very wise man, and God, God used him. But let's kind of recap for a minute on what, what came to happen in his life. You know, when he was, Joseph was a man of dreams and purpose. When he was the favored son of uh, Jacob, Israel, which, whose name Jacob turned to be Israel, he was a son of his old age, and he gave him this beautiful coat of many colors. Somebody listening today or, wa- or watching today by Facebook, maybe you've never heard, knew where that coat of many colors phrase came from. It came from Joseph. His daddy gave him a coat of many colors. And his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all of them, so they hated him. And it says, the Bible says, they could not speak peaceably to him. Uh, this, year, this is out of Genesis 37. So he's in strife with his brothers. There's a, this is a family of 12 brothers. Joseph dreamed a dream. He, God gave him a dream, and it was from him. Sometimes I've had some dreams that I know they were not from God. I was either thinking that well, I w- must have been pizza or something. But, yeah, and you're like, where on earth did that come from? And surely that is, does not have a message for me. But Joseph dreamed a dream and told his brothers, and they even hated him more. See, get this up front. When you have a dream, you have a vision and a purpose, there are some people that will not celebrate that for you and with you. Some people uh, are can be insecure and they can um, enter into competition or jealousy because of your dream and your purpose when really there's no, there's no reason for that because we all, everybody breathing on this planet has a purpose and it's all different. And there's no way I can fulfill your purpose, Dawn. There's right. absolutely no way. You can't fulfill mine. So there's no competition. We would just look at everybody else and say, oh, what can I do to help yours? Because God has good things for you right. and he has good plans for me. That's what his word says. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. say, oh, it's only her. Mm-hmm. He says he has good plans for me, the ones that give me a hope and a future and success. Mm-hmm. So if we looked at other people like that, instead of seeing our woe is me and I'm never going to have, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. If we wanted to help each other, how much better would our world be? Right. And the, the thing is, we can receive from each other's dreams and purpose. We can receive from their talents and abilities. There's a lot of things that I cannot do. I mean, so many, I, we don't have time to name them all. But I know what I'm called to do. And that's what I'm doing. That, that's where I'm pressing in and moving in. But, you know, God healed me up in my mind and my heart a long time ago. And he still does it, you know, so that I'm not, I don't feel less than because of someone else's dream or purpose. I'm not going to be jealous of it. I am going to receive from it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lean into your strengths and you lean into mine. That's part of being the body of Christ. 
you know, the, the eye, the, the arm, you know, the hand, the leg, the foot. We're all different parts of the mm-hmm. body. Fit, we're to be fitly joined together. And mm-hmm. if we are in competition, strife, and division, we're not going to be fitly joined together. So let me just give you a little hint. Lean in to another person's strength and dream and purpose and celebrate it. I mean, help them with it. Help them with their dream. And, you know, I like serving other ministries as well, being parts of uh, different ministries that I can uh, give what God has given me and help with that in their field and their harvest, as well as my own, because that's just the way we're to be, to walk in unity. But Joseph didn't have that going on. His brothers were angry. They couldn't even talk to him peaceably. And so, but Joseph told them this dream, which probably was not the smartest thing to do at this point. You know, he's a young man, and these are all older brothers. He had one younger brother, but all the, all the other ten are a lot older than him and established, you know, and starting from the firstborn down. So he goes, he's not had a dream. And he dreamed that the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to him, that the sheaves arose and his brothers bowed down to him. And the father rebukes him and says, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? And that's a question that we need to ask ourselves. What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall we bow down to you? And his brothers envied him, but his father hid it in his heart like Mary did about Jesus. She hid it in her heart. Mm-hmm. He's like, hmm, I'm going to tuck that away in my spirit. Some things are for way out there. I was given, I mean, direction and purpose when I was a little kid, and here I am decades later, and it's really coming to fruition a lot faster and increasing. Mm -hmm. And it's that time in between that you got to stay on your purpose and remember your dream. Don't let anybody steal your dream. Don't let the devil steal your dream. Don't let it be diminished. Keep it hot. Keep it on fire and fervent and alive in your spirit. And but Joseph, you know, he's just going telling them, you know, he's a kid. But I want you to get a hold of this thing that his father says, that uh, Israel says to Joseph, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? You need to really get your dream and your purpose and get it settled in your spirit. I mean, there for years, you know, it was the devil was trying to unseat me. Remove the dream, remove the purpose, because he could see what was going to happen, that I was going to be Mm -hmm. preaching on TV, which is an absolute miracle. It can be explained no other way but a miracle, and radio, and going and speaking at other places and leading worship. The devil was trying to remove me from that, so I had to hold on to that dream. What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Is your dream and your purpose worth fighting for, worth holding on to? I mean, not letting it go, just like a bulldog. This is what God said. This is who I am in Christ. This is my identity. And I am going to do that. I'm not going to let it go. Praise God. You know, I had a dream years and years ago. Um, I was in my late 20s, I guess. And it was back when a lot of the... Um, ministers were were being exposed as being in you know sexual sin and those type things so uh, it was happening a lot and I had this dream and I dreamed that this church this well-known denomination tended to be legalistic had this flood come this huge flood tide hit this church and it just I mean just washed everything just destroyed everything it's muddy it's filthy and the congregation came together and started rebuilding the church exactly the same, doing everything exactly the same. And they built it back up again. 
they get the shovels, they get the mops, they get the brooms, they clean it all out, but they rebuild it exactly the same way. The flood time comes again, just destroys the church. It's full of mud and just filthy. Things are destroyed. They get their mop buckets and their, you know, their brooms and they clean it all up. They shine it all up exactly the way it was again. The third time, it did the same thing. But in the dream, I was standing there and they handed, they were trying to hand me a, a bucket and a mop. I said, uh, here, I wanted to help. I said, no, I can't do that. And the Lord had told me, you can't be a part of that. You can't rebuild that like that. Mm-hmm. So you sometimes have to do it a different way. Yeah, you got to do it a different way. What is God saying? And so the next scene in the in the dream, there was this huge, huge, massive, powerful tsunami tidal wave. It was the biggest wave you could ever, I mean, I don't know how many hundreds of feet it was. And you know, and I was young in the ministry at this point and uh in in life and in, and in uh, my ministry. But in this dream, the tsunami tidal wave comes. It's coming again. I mean, it is building. It's huge. It's massive. It's roaring. And I am on top of this tsunami tidal wave. And I am riding this tsunami tidal wave. And it, I am laughing. And I'm having the time of my life, which I'm not that fond of water anyway. I don't like being, you know, diving into a swimming pool or anything like that. And I'm certainly not going to go surfing. But... In this dream, the Lord showed me it was a tidal wave of his glory and revival that's coming to this earth mm. that, uh, that is rising now. It was the influx of people being brought into the kingdom of God, saved, healed, delivered, set free, and being uh, brought loosed into their purpose and their dreams. And in this dream, that's what God was showing me. And this tidal wave just rose and rose and rose. And I am riding this wave and I'm having the time of my life. I'm enjoying it for someone that in the natural, mm-hmm. uh, if I get in the water, I want it to be that I can walk in, you know. I, <laughs> I can tell stories yeah, about you Right, in the water. right, right. I mean, you know, we're, we're not going to go there. But, you know, if it got past, you know, if it goes up to my neck, that's far enough mm-hmm. in the natural. But this wave, I wasn't frightened. I knew it was good, and it was a cleansing, purifying, powerful wave of God's glory, his presence, his anointing, miracle signs and wonders, many being brought into the kingdom of God, the last day's harvest. And he gave me that, and that was decades ago. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, between then and now, there has been a whole lot of process. There's been a whole lot of stuff that my, that I have had to go through, that the body of Christ has walked through, that, I mean, the devil came to sift as wheat and to shut me down, to get me off course, to cause me to forget my calling and my purpose, trying to do that, trying to shake me loose from my dream, trying to, to rob that purpose from me so that I would just give up, throw my hands up and, real, you know, yell, you know, calf rope, <laughs> uncle, uncle, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm done, but... God was so faithful and so good. And I had to keep allowing that tidal wave to come and to cleanse me and purify me. We have to have that every day where we're just letting him wash over us and and change us into his likeness. But then doing the work of the Lord. What I saw then in my own personal life and ministry, God is doing now. I can feel it. I can Mm -hmm. feel it rising. But on the earth as well. I know, excuse me for saying the word, I know all hell is breaking loose. 
I know darkness is on the face of this earth, but the Bible says the light shall shine upon you. But God. But God. You know, He's bigger. That's He's right. overcome the world. Right. Darkness shall cover the face of the earth, but upon you, his glory will rise, you know, rise and shine. And so, yeah, I see it. I'm not shutting my eyes or my ears to the darkness and the things that the enemy is doing, but I, I'm, I know it's happening, praying about it, doing what God, my part, which is preaching and teaching and trying to, to, to help people, equip people, equip people. Yeah. How to stand against it, how to take authority over the enemy, how, how to break those addictions, how to keep your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And all these is just things I've learned in the fire and I'm still learning. I'm still learning. But praise God, you know, we, we progress in him from glory to glory. So that is something that I see happening right now. Yes, there is. The enemy is trying to, it looks like he's, he's just winning in America, but he is not. He is not, and he will not because of the body of Christ, because of that tsunami tidal wave of his glory. When we begin to walk in our purpose, when we begin to fulfill it, when we begin to, to minister life-giving words and pray for people, I mean, it changes. I had the blessing of getting to minister to a young woman just yesterday who was devastated. I mean, she had been literally attacked. And what had happened to her, but because of Christ in me, the hope of glory, because God had a heart for that girl and it just worked it out that I could be there. The Holy Spirit ministered to her. I was just the mouthpiece. That's all. That's all. But that's my portion. That's my purpose. And thank God it made a difference. Glory to God because his presence, his anointing, his word makes a difference in people's lives. So we need to release it, mm-hmm. not be afraid to do it. But man, I tell you what, the devil did not want me doing that. He did not want me uh, pursuing and pressing in and continuing in uh, so many attacks against me and my family. But praise God, we are overcomers. Mm-hmm. We're Don't still just, here. That's right. We are still here. <laughs> We're not going to lay down and die mm-hmm. and give up and, and let go because we don't have to. That's right. We, we win. Don't the bo- have we read to. the we end of the book. We win. That's exactly <laughs> right. And so glory to God. Come on, tsunami tidal wave, and let's learn to write it joyously. I love doing the ministry. Sometimes I get tired, you know, that's just in the that's just natural. But I love doing what I'm doing. I mean, I love every part of it. It's a joy to me. And I think God wants you to enjoy your life. He wants you to enjoy your ministry. If you are not enjoying your ministry and what what you are doing, what you're putting your hand to, you need to step back and pray and say, okay, God, is that really what I'm to be doing? Because you should have joy and grace for it. There should be a joy in it and a grace in it. It doesn't mean that you don't walk through hard times, but I mean, I, I didn't feel like getting up this morning. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was dealing with some symptoms, you know, right. sinus issue. I did not feel good. I had a rough night, mm-hmm. but... Praise God. But when still I got love here, doing what we're doing. I right. still love what we're doing. I'm like, let's go, Jesus. Let's go. I know go. yesterday I had a whole ton of things this week that I've been doing and been behind a little bit behind on. And boy, yesterday as I was cranking those things out and getting further ahead, all of a sudden I was like, yes, Praise I God. love what I do. Yes. You know what I mean? So there's pressures that can make us feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we don't love it. But if we just keep pressing in and mm-hmm. getting the job done, mm-hmm. you can have that moment where you're like, yes, right. I love what I'm doing. I'm making a difference. And don't forget. Don't forget what the end result will be. 
That's the thing. We can't, re- we can't forget why we're doing it and who we're doing it for. Praise God. Well, I'm so glad you joined me today. Don't go away. We're, gonna, we're going to uh, come back in just a moment. But before that, I want to invite you to call the prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have trained, anointed, powerful prayer ministers that will pray for you. And we believe in miracles. We believe in signs and wonders. We believe that God is good and he will move in your life. And go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We have lots of things, resources that, uh, teachings and a podcast and DVDs and, and things that I think will minister to you. Uh, and also, if you would like to give and help this ministry to keep preaching to people just like you, helping the hurting, you can text the word GIVE. Text the word to GIVE to 830-477-0013. 830-477-0013. And if you've forgotten all that, just go to luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. And uh, anything that you give is a blessing, and we believe that it's a fruitful ministry. So praise God for what He's doing right now. Hold on. I'm telling you, God is good, and He's got a good purpose and a dream for your life. Don't you turn loose of it. Don't you be talked out of it. You hold your place. Hallelujah. We'll be right back. Hallelujah. 